Hi, welcome to another episode on Nightingale with me, Sharon. I hope everyone is well and doing fine. Today's episode will be the part two of Emotion and Us on the relevance of emotional agility with oneself plus my top three do's in handling my emotional struggle. Now, emotional agility is very much relevant to many of our current situations. This pandemic has put most of us in situations we did not foresee nor ask for. The points I shared in part one of this episode from the TED Talk interview session by Susan David resonated because often than not, we conceal our vulnerability through suppressing the negative emotions. As we preserve our sane mental state, many of us try switching our mind to some positive thoughts. However, having positive thoughts alone does not mean our problems will be resolved. The more we put aside the problem, the more it can grow out of proportion. And when we finally realize the seriousness of the problem, we are probably at the stage of being overly exhausted trained and sometimes lost, where we find no way to get ourselves out of the matter. This could lead to mental health issue. So when we look at life, life in general always throws non-stop challenges at us. And most of us, if not all, at some stages of our lives have faced with life crisis. This is also normal. But what this could also mean, we are constantly exposed to our vulnerability. And when we feel vulnerable, we begin feeling unworthy of ourselves, with our negative emotions start looming and clouding our mind. If we do not call upon these negative emotions and recognize what we are feeling, but choose to stay in the negative emotions, the darkness will eventually creep into our soul. With emotional agility, we call upon those emotions and try to understand why we are feeling them with compassion. It is okay to feel what we feel and why we are feeling it. The courage to call upon these unpleasant emotions and the ability to interpret them with compassion is the biggest recognition we give to ourselves. We are alive. Next, we ought to seek healthy ways to move forward and in some cases, get out of the negative emotions cocoon. To reference to the stimulus response graph as a reminder or reference. So if we recap on the graph between stimulus and action, there is a space. This space represents the choices we have, and in these choices, there lies our growth and freedom. Just like many of us, I too have moments of darkness. But life is all about sailing through our journey of self-betterment. We grow through challenges. We grow through our mistakes. We grow through facing life obstacles. 
and everyone has different life obstacles. But most importantly, we grow through learning. As promised, I share my three main do's in handling my emotional struggle. They are one, I do a 30 minute yoga and workout every day, or at least I try. There are days that, yes, I get a little bit lazy, but I try to do 30 minutes yoga and workout combined every day. So yoga helps calm my mind as it keeps my focus. And then on some days when the emotional struggle gets a bit too intense, I would listen to Kama Sutra during my yoga session. The workout just gets me sweating and then that pumps up my energy thereafter. Second thing I'll do is I will talk it out. I have a couple of friends who I went out to when I'm feeling down. Talking it out helps get the heavy rock out of my chest. But maybe I ought to try journaling because it's, it's like I'm screaming it all out through my writing and banish it into a diary or journal. This could spare my friends some sanity than having to listen to my ranting. And third thing is meditation. Meditation is one of the few difficult attempts I've tried throughout my life experience. It has taken me many years to practice breathing meditation. While I'm still constantly learning it, I recently learned about compassion meditation from a book I read. Compassion meditation is much easier to practice. For one, I notice that when I practice compassion meditation, I somehow get my emotions under control. It helps me with the awareness of my emotions and then slowly being able to recognize what I'm feeling and being able to recognize what I feel and then articulating it, it gives such a great feeling. So there we go, my three main do's that I've been practicing. The best version of ourselves is to believe that we are all worthy of kindness and being kind to ourselves is to nurture ourselves, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally. I trust everyone has their own three main do's when nurturing their own emotional struggle. Mine has evolved over the years to feed my self-transformation. Keep doing what is working well for you, but keep an open mind to attempt new techniques. We don't have to do exactly the same as others because we are all unique. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Follow me on LinkedIn under Sharon Chow for my most recent posts or articles or browse through Grand Law website at www.grandlaw.biz that is www.grandlaw.biz under the pen-up column. And if you're on Instagram, let's get connected through my handle, Nightingale. Thank you for listening. Take care, everyone, and good luck.